0: Welcome to another episode of My Naked Mindset. I'm your host, Janae Ledger. This is episode number 113. Thank you for tuning in and being here today. If this is the first time you are listening, welcome to the Hot Mess Express. You know, over here at My Naked Mindset, we talk all about taboo talk, you know, quote unquote, taboo topics. We get into some sex topics, mental health, you name it we break it down for you. And I'm super excited about today's guest. But first, I would love for you to like and subscribe, leave a review. I totally appreciate it It helps out the podcast helps out me. And I would also love for you to check out my link in my show notes, my adult products, sex toy line. There are so many great things you can get lingerie, sex toys, lube, all of the things, and there's definitely something for everyone, so go check it out, use the link, like I said, and help out, you know, supporting your girl. I totally appreciate it. Happy almost July! Hope everyone's having a lovely summer. I will be in my new place when this releases, which is actually super exciting, so very pumped out about that. It was just my birthday as well, so woohoo! Happy late birthday to me and yeah so i have a very special guest he is the host of his podcast sex party everyone please welcome dustin to the show all right everyone i have dustin here with me what's up how's it going
1: um well it is going uh good and bad today um (laughs) instagram um i told you but i'll tell the the audience instagram has decided to suspend the sex party instagram for no reason at all but i think that we will prevail in our uh attempt to get it back because i don't i mean you know instagram isn't real none of us are real none of this is happening so whatever
0: yes 100 yeah. you better get that shit back and instagram better get their fucking shit together because censorship is real people
1: <laughs> yeah It. it yeah it sure is um and i just think that it's just time to grow up really like if we if we want a better society and uh everybody's like you know complaining about free speech like well where are those people when it comes to speech around sex and and wellness and orgasms and cum shots and well all of the fun things like they seem to be awfully quiet you know mm-hmm. so it doesn't just work you can't just be a racist and it's cool you you know like You have to fucking, uh, if it's free speech for the scumbags, then why not free speech for the people who want to bring, you know, a little topic about sex? How can, I just don't get it. None of it. None of it works.
0: It's crazy. It's crazy. And I mean, that's kind of what I do. It's like, you know what? We're going to talk about some crazy shit, but why does the internet have to try (laughs) to stop that? It's, it really blows my mind and I've had other people on my podcast that have had similar issues and one girl you might know her her name is handy mandy on oh i do oh yeah yeah so she got her shit like completely like deleted off tiktok and she had like i don't know 70k followers i don't know something ridiculous and i was like yeah work hard for this shit it's not just like i'm throwing content up like this this is this is, you know, your life. Like this is your shit. Like you own the shit. Like yeah. it's it's crazy to me. Yeah,
1: really. it's your work, and and I think,
0: right.
1: you know, the with TikTok, I I have a TikTok as well, and I haven't had that many problems, believe it or not. But the the thing with TikTok is, I, I I'll edit my clips for, for TikTok. I will not edit them for Instagram because if people are like, you know, shooting each other and videos and like you know uh cussing and like whatever what does it matter if someone talks about how they had anal or something like why don't what the fuck's what's the what's the big deal here um but then they they also throttle like they also have been like throttling content and i don't know Mm -hmm. instagram used to be the place right and now it's sort of like uh this barren wasteland of of time suck suckness i don't know it's like there's no one there's no engagement i feel like they were like everybody make reels hurry and so everyone's Mm -hmm. making reels then all of a sudden like now like no one gives a shit about reels all of a sudden it's like okay what should we just draw pictures with crayons like what's (laughs) the next what's your next big bright idea zuckerberg no
0: kidding yeah yeah it's social media is very very it's a very interesting world i'm glad that i didn't grow up like this though man i mean yeah yeah but
1: (laughs) yeah i have mixed mixed feelings
0: yeah so what are you most excited about that's coming up in your life right now
1: huh that's a great question most excited about in my life like are we talking my real life or the one that uh or the character that i'm portraying (laughs) on the on the podcast
0: real life <laughs> anything it could be really anything that you're excited about
1: um you know i just think uh i really want to grow the podcast like 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 obscenely grow the podcast to a place where it's like wow how did he do that in a year and a half or whatever you know because I've, I've only been podcasting for like 15 or 16 months and you know i'm proud of everything that i've uh accomplished thus far i've worked my fucking ass off but like it's really it hasn't really like taken roots yet it's definitely like gotten good traction and and there's some really wonderful like magnificent people who have been on it like yourself and also like some some really gorgeous like beautiful intelligent people who have become uh god i and i hate to say this but like fans of the show like it's a weird word to say but like they enjoy the show and so i feel really fortunate there but you know in the next six to twelve months once i get over this like morbid fucking uh uh depression of losing my instagram accounts today we'll get back on the horse and uh i think Growing it to a point where someone looks at it and a year from now is like, Jesus, what? How is he in three or four different places in that short time frame? Interviewing, you know. So I think that's probably what I'm looking forward to uh most, but also um, you know, my mental health is just like garbage. So also, I would like to in tandem alongside of that, figure out a way to um maybe it's so counter counter to what I just said. Uh, but also like just figure out how to work really, really hard. So I'm about to have a nervous breakdown and then also take whatever time I need um, because I did that to afford myself the time to like chill the fuck out. Like, you know, do something for me kind of a thing. So I would say those are my two. Uh,
0: and thank you for the honesty too. Cause like, yeah, it's like, podcasting is hard and any other podcasters out there they know it's a girl it's a fucking grind it is yeah it's not easy it takes a lot of time a lot of effort a lot of planning like researching it's a lot but Mm. I think at the end of the day like if you're so passionate about it which it seems like you truly are like it really is personally my favorite thing I've ever done in my life like it is it brings me so much joy and I think it's it's yeah it's tough but I think the reward will be worth it, like from all the work that you're putting into. Cause you're killing it. I fucking love your videos. Ugh. They're edited so well. Like I think it's really, really good content that you're pushing out in all of your episodes. Um, and then like the mental health part, like, yeah, like sometimes you get to just fucking grind it. But then I always say to myself, Janae, if you need a break, take it. Like, do a few episodes in a week. So you're like maybe a month ahead and then just like take two weeks off. Cause I think that really can really like kind of just take the edge off and be like, okay, I don't have to because I do them every week. I don't know what your your schedule is like, yeah. but I do one a week. Some kind of like, you know, I'm about like a a month ahead right now, I would say, but I would love to be two months ahead, which obviously I would <laughs> have to like double up on some, but Yeah, yeah. I just find that like sometimes I'll be like, you know what, Janae, like you need to just take a week off and just, you know, post here and there if you want to, but like no recordings. Don't go fucking crazy. And it's just it's so needed sometimes to just take a second. You know. Mm
1: -hmm. No, I totally agree. And I and I, I think, yeah. See, I can't. For me, it's hard because I I, I'm like, oh, what am I? What could I be doing right now? What should I be doing Mm -hmm. right now? What more could I do right now? Um. You know, did I turn the lights off uh, in the apartment? Oh, my God, I left my apartment. You know, like, it's just like, there's mm-hmm. a lot that that's like, you know, that that will plague me. And, and I and I my body, my mind won't doesn't really want to calm down. It's like, no, no, no. As long as we stay busy, nothing can hurt us. Like, as long as we are so busy, that it's bad for your health. As long mm-hmm. as you stay at your desk for 18 hours and work on your podcast and you're social media and your research and all of the things like I hide behind it. So for me, when I go to like fire up the PlayStation, which, you know, spoiler alert, never happens. And when I like, (laughs) uh, I go sit down in a movie and put my phone on do not disturb. I might get like 40 minutes out of it where I'm like, ah, this feels great. And then like, Mm -hmm. it doesn't, the whole time I'm like, what a great movie. I wonder how well that, you know, if I did this, if whatever. And like, I'm a psychopath so I'm like how can I if like recently I was putting out I do weekly episodes uh I'd rather like die than miss a week right so there's that but um I was up until about a month ago 6 weeks ago um just doing three clips per week it was two short clips that are real clickbaity real slutty and then one like more value driven kind of like the guest, like going off on something for four or five minutes, uh, kind of a clip. And I recently was like, well, what if I just quadrupled that? So Mm. instead of two clips, now I'm putting out 12. Uh So it's seven short clips that are clickbaity and slutty and five that are more like 90 seconds um, of like a little bit more value, more story driven stuff um and it, it's working but now i'm like well what if i did more you know what if i did um this this spinoff of sex party that i've been dying to to get off the ground right like what if that what if i and then i'm like well how the fuck what am i gonna you know what i mean but my right. mind my mind won't let me like r- calm down so somebody call a therapist <laughs>
0: It's hard. And it yeah, really I'm hard. I'm a very I have a very similar personality where I have to go, go, go. Like I sit yeah. down and I'm like, okay, well, now time to do this. Like I'll get off my nine to five job and I'll be like, okay, now time to podcast shit. And it it's it's never ending. It truly isn't. Yeah. By the way, I want to know how and why you started your podcast. I want to know the details.
1: Yeah, of course. Um so when I was like 19, I just really loved to party and, and, and I, and I, and I mean like party, like drink and hang out and whatever. I'm not sex party. Um But so <laughs> I was, I was doing that a lot. And I really, I was a really social person and I really loved like meeting people and I loved women and sex and all of the things. I love being out in it. And. Mm-hmm. Um, that led very early on in my life to like meeting people who ran the clubs and they're like, wow, this guy is kind of like, so I found myself, um, you know, before I was even old enough to drink with like an opportunity to, uh, to like work in the nightlife or in this, in this small city that I grew up in. And so I took that little, that little inch and I just turned it into a ten mile stretch and i I worked in the nightclub nightlife scene for like fifteen years and it was like really, really successful and because the city was so small, there was like I squashed my competition like one at a time, you know, like the like execution style not not literally, but like we just got rid of them we just outworked mm-hmm. them and and then it just became this weird kind of a thing where, um. It, it it was more than just nightlife. It was like uh like politicians who were like going to run for mayor of the city or or city council would be like, hey, would you do it? Would you be in my commercial? Would you introduce me at a rally? I'm like, you know, I'm like, I kind of represent all the evils and you know, like that's kind of like I travel in the dark circles of nightlife. They're like, no, but you're like the guy. You're on the news, so then the news is calling. Like, do you want to do this segment with us? Like, radio's like, hey, would you do mornings on the after the traffic guy, give like the party report. So my life was like a party really, truly for for a really long time. And I'm very, 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 very grateful for it. But um, just before COVID hit, actually, I was sort of like, what's my next act? You know, I would love this, but at that time it was like either buy your own place and become the guy who still runs it and is still out in the streets and whatever. But like, is also an owner right of his own spot or move to a different city try something new uh, and i did and i moved to chicago and i tried acting for a while and i tried to um, improv and comedy and stand-up comedy like all of, and i enjoyed all of it um but i just kept thinking that i really wanted like my own show my own platform my own thing and then covet hit and i was like fuck you know Mm-hmm. Um, okay, I'm gonna do this. What am I gonna do it on? And so at, at first it was like you know, you're you're like pulling your friends and all that, which by the way is a terrible idea, but um uh don't pull your friend. don't pull your friends on what you should do with your life. Just you know what you should do with your life, it's right here. Just mm-hmm. listen to that voice and and always go with the more difficult one. That's what I did because my voice and my friends were both like, oh, well, you really love movies and entertainment and like pop culture. You could do like the the Daily Dust or something where it's like your take on what's happening on the internet, which is a great idea, right? And I might still do something like that around the the sex and relationships, whatever. See, here we go. More work. But um I I, I noticed that in my life, every conversation I was having in my phone uh in in person was were mainly like with women about sex and you know some of them will say again i I couldn't hear
0: go to person
1: kind of yeah and i think and i had always been like i i had always had a fascination with sex and Mm -hmm. like the psychology of sex and the power of sex and like you know what I was turned on by and why and like all of these things and so what other people were turned on by and why and so like I was like hmm so I was driving around, I was driving around uh, in the pandemic as you do you just we sort everyone just sort of drove in a circle for the first six months uh because mm-hmm. gas was cheap and what the fuck else are we gonna do um and I I heard call her daddy I became aware mm-hmm. of call her daddy and she was like. Talking about like sucking cock and, and blowjobs and whatever. And I'm like, wait a minute, you can do this. And so that was my light bulb. And then I I was like, okay, party guy, sex, sex party, sex, sex party. Oh, shit. Double meaning, double, whatever. And so that's that's how I came up with it. But once I had that idea and I was like, oh, my God, this is it. It felt right it felt scary Mm -hmm. so i knew it was right um i sat on it for a whole nother year because i just Mm -hmm. couldn't get there i couldn't get there and and you know i bought the desk you bought the computer you buy the fucking microphone and all the shit you watch all the youtube videos and then you're just like "Eh," you know so Mm -hmm. um eventually though i i slowly worked at it and chipped away at it over over some months and and uh I refuse to to launch the show without 10 episodes recorded and done. And so until I had those 10 fuck off. Right. But then once I had those 10, I dropped four on the first day, the first four episodes. Mm-hmm. And then it, ever since it's been one a week and it's just been so fucking crazy. Um, it's been such a great time that like, you if it we're all to end right now, uh, I would be incredibly grateful because there's people in my life that weren't there before. And I have mm-hmm. learned so much by being terrified. Yes. Um, It's just the best teacher, you know?
0: Yes. I love that, that you said that learned so much by being terrified because it's true. It's like, when you have that feeling of like, Holy fuck, this is, a, this is a little scary. And yeah. I yeah. love that you said that because I think it makes so much sense. Like, I think if you're, I know that's this is cliche, but like if your dreams and goals don't scare the shit out of you, then like get fucking bigger ones. Like it's, yeah, yeah. It's cliche, but it's the truth. And like, yeah, I think that story is so, it's so cool because I love the way you kind of combine it, like, you know, your nightclub life into, you know, your interest with sex and stuff like that. Now, I'm curious to know a little bit more about the nightclub life because that must have sure. been. You must have seen some crazy shit, I assume, (laughs) right? Like, do you have anything that sticks out like a crazy Uh, story or maybe a few?
1: (laughs) Yeah. I mean, you know, the thing about that world that I find myself talking about a lot, which I think is really great and important, is that, you know... Most people go to go to dreamland on the weekends and most most people only go like once every like three to six months for like a birthday or like a bachelorette or divorce party or like my girlfriend's Mm -hmm. being weird. My boyfriend sucks like I'm going to go and get drunk with the girls. So most people are only there long enough to like hear some jams, shake some ass, get drunk, right? I lived there, like that was my world. I lived in that world for like fifteen years, so like I saw everything, and it was a it it was a blessing and it was a curse, and I'm grateful for both because it, I mean, it formed. It is like the the sci-fi movie where it's like. I want all the knowledge I want it all tell me everything right and 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 they're like I don't know I'm not sure you want that And you're like give it to me and you know like they you know zap you with something you're like no like you know it's like be careful what you wish for right because yeah. I saw people who would come to the club um just on the relationship front and I knew these people were married And they'd be leaving with someone else, right? Women, men. For me, it was, I'm heterosexual. So it's like, I saw women do everything. I saw men do everything. I saw grown ass, like older people, old enough to be like grandparents and shit, like banging chicks in the VIP, like mean all of, just all of that kind of shit. So it it really, uh, it really kind of broke my already fragile trust in humanity Mm -hmm. a little bit. Um, because even if you had a group of women come through, uh, there would always be one or two that would be like the goody goods. Even if they had a couple drinks, they still wouldn't like dance without each other or I have a boyfriend, don't look at me, like whatever. Even they would break under certain circumstances, right? If like the DJ like wasn't playing their song, they're up there like, you know, kind of whatever, rubbing on the DJ or like, um if 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 you played hard to get with a certain I mean, I just saw everything and I and I participated in a lot of that shit too. I mean, to be honest. And um, so it made me not not trust anything to do with relationships ever. And I was like, Oh, I, I was right, relationships are evil and suck. Um, and, and everybody has a button, and all it takes is to find it and push it, and that's it. But it also set me free, uh, just to be like, um, I mean, obviously, like. I was you know uh a, a heterosexual horny dude who like didn't have to try to sleep with anyone they were just coming to me and then like whatever so on the flip side uh everyone's lack of of um uh morality or I hate that word morality but like everyone's lack of like whatever because I, I I feel like people should just do what they want right I don't think my the, the difference for me is like Don't lie about it. Just do it, you know, and own it. Um, Mm -hmm. But hey, if like they're running around and like they want to have a threesome or like whatever. And like a lot of people were coming to me because they thought, oh, he's the nightclub guy. He'll never tell. I feel safe with him. He's like, you know, I see him every day on my social. It's kind of like I know him anyway. Let's go back to his house and and have fun with him, like whatever. And so that Mm -hmm. that became my life inside the club and also outside of the club because i like, again i get extremely passionate about the things that i do so when like the night was over it, I you know to the chagrin of like the roommate i had at the time i would like get on the microphone in front of a thousand people and be like you guys want to keep partying because i'm ha- i'm i'm throwing the after hours like talk to you know the line forms over here and i would finish my duties at the club and then i would take a caravan of people back to my place which was strategically like right there every time um and we just party till dawn and that's where you'd get into like the real crazy sexual shit but um it, you know it it taught me a lot about a lot talking about life about sex about people what people are willing to do uh when when it's like sort of right there in front of them um you know it's it's uh i i definitely there is so i i did write something about it it's it's incomplete but um eventually I will uh, get back with an editor and a publisher and fi- and finish it. And um, originally it was a movie script. I think more, it's probably more like a book now, but like it's hard cause I see it as a movie cause I'm like a cinematic kind of a person, but it's probably going to wind up being a book cause there's just too much. So uh, I don't pull any punches in it. I'm just, you know, I'm, I'm someone in it. Who's like, y- you have to decide whether I'm a good guy or not, but like, you know, um, That that was that world that I that I lived in, but like, yeah, I mean, I've seen it all. Like, I've had personally had so many sexual encounters from that time in my life that most people. I was like talking to a friend the other day, and he was like, "Are you you, so are you gonna open up more about like your sexual stuff on your show?" And I'm like, "You know, I Mm -hmm. I will if it comes up, but I want it to be more about the gas." Like, well, you should do like solo episodes and be like tales from the club and shit. And I'm like a good idea you know maybe maybe and he's like i just feel like if people knew then then they would really be like tuned in and whatever so there's there's yeah i mean there's a ton a- anything you could imagine times whatever so i know you want to oh. i can see your face i know you want to ask something so <laughs> fire away i'll answer anything you got oh
0: god i mean is there one that like really sticks out that was like holy fuck like that i really did that or this person really did that like there's gonna be one that like really shocked the hell out of you
1: so there's actually there's quite a few but let me me, (laughs) and and there's one that i always tell on on other people's podcasts that's wild and and i'll tell that one i'll tell that one too but um there's also this other one where there was this group of girls there was three girls there's four girls total one uh was uh engaged to be married so she was like kind of off limits right so whatever but they were like hey we're gonna like you're we're gonna go back to your place tonight like tell the other hoes like we called it like all the whole thing and so like you know and i'm like yeah right okay whatever uh well at the end of the night like they they all come back to my house and still i'm kind of like people shit talk you know um and they're like let's go in your room so the the three plus the one that's getting apparently doesn't want to participate. Um, it could they come into my room. Right. And like shit starts going like, you know, I'm like making out with this one. I like kind of push these two together and like the it's like a lot of whatever. And the one girl's just kind of off to the side. And I was like, OK, well, what are we going to do with her? You know, and and she was like, she's like, I'm not. I'm not doing, you know, I'm not doing that. And kind of have like an attitude about it. I was like, okay, well then, then, you know, what's not cheating is if you like lock the door, pull that chair up at whatever distance you want and just watch. Right. So I would say we all go on the bed, the three girls plus myself. And, you know, when you're in a situation like that, and I don't know what situations you've been in, but for me when you're in a situation like that time starts to like have no meaning and you're just kind of like, it's so extreme. It's so like pornographic that you're just kind of like going with it. And like, it's actually, to me personally, it's actually less stressful than like being with just one person that you're trying to please. To me, it's actually kind of like, this is a fucking free for all. And like, everybody's doing something. It's bound of whatever. And, um, so, so, uh, so shit starts getting like really wild, like clothes are coming off, like uh, people are, like are going down on each other, like I'm going down on people, like, like, whatever, we're really starting to get into it. Um, and then we like all start like having like intercourse, sex, like taking turns, w- w- the whole thing. Right. And like, I don't know when it happened. Um, And I don't know when it was like pretty intense, was, like half, I don't know, maybe like half hour in. 45 minutes in or something. And I like glanced like to my right, like where this person was supposed to be like, you know, sitting in a chair, right? And she's like stood, she's standing up, her pants are pulled all the way down, right? And she's like aggressively masturbating, like at the foot of my bed, right? Like whatever. And and so that sort of continues. And it was just like a thing where it was one of these things where like, if I told somebody this, they wouldn't believe that. Right. And I remember like saying like, Oh, like I, I could come or something like that. Right. Like, and it was like after two of the girls had already like squirted or whatever it was. Right. And, and they're like, Oh, you should come on our faces. And I was like, okay. And like, so, I, so I remember like, um getting all three of them together, like putting their faces together. Right. And I meant. I remember like turning to her friend, the friend who was standing there, still aggressively masturbating, and being like, which one of them gets it first? And she (laughs) and she was like, you know, so into it that she like uh she started to fucking actually come like in her hand at that at that point, right? And then she answered, Oh, like, you know, Sally or whatever. And I'm like, okay, you heard her, and then boom, one, two, three, right? And then it, it was the whole thing, but it was like. You know, I had only I had had threesomes before that I'd had, had experiences where people watch all that, but nothing like that ever. And like, if you tell someone that they're like, yeah, right, dude. You know what I mean? And like, prove it like, OK, like, I don't care. I mean, I don't, I, don't, I just don't like I don't that that stands out to me. Um. So, yeah, that's one of them.
0: <laughs> that's a good fucking story. And also, I have got to know a follow up. I mean. That sounds like very fun. Um, I'm so curious why you think one person is more difficult than three. I'm I'm just curious about your outlook on that one.
1: I think that for me, when I'm with just one person, um, and this is actually something I've been trying not to do more lately, but like I'm like, I want to make this person come like so hard like so bad like like that it makes them fucking crazy and they can't stop like calling me and stuff. like i like but more so like i want them to like limp out of here like and in ecstasy right and i've been that way my whole life like and i'm just realizing this now um and it, it becomes almost like an obsession for me and then my my OCD, my anxiety will activate around that and it'll, and and it won't be like pleasurable for me. And if I'm like, you know, banging the shit out of somebody, I'm like, what the fuck's come on, like come for daddy or whatever the fuck, you know? And it's not happening because it's, it's just like, uh, what I've learned recently, like doing the podcast and, and talking to experts and shit like that is that it's like, it's incredibly performative and, I've learned that the sex is um and it's I still have to like practice it. Like, but like when I'm not performative, when I go into it, like, you know, maybe I want to come and fuck whatever else happens, right? Which sounds again counterintuitive because I always I hate coming before my partner. Um, but that's usually when the best sex happens, not when you're like in there trying to drill around and like get somebody to spin around and squirt whatever, like whatever like that is. The best shit for me so i think when you go into a situation where it's like two or three people or more it's kind of like first of all you have help right and and true yeah, yeah and two like at that point it's so i don't know what if anyone's even really expecting Anything? They're just kind of. We're all just kind of like in a ball, ball, like rolling, like you know what I mean, like rolling around, like, like with like fucking spitting on each other and doing god knows whatever the fuck coming on each other and like it's just kind of like I feel like you, it for me in that situation it's just not there's not so much that like narrowed down like drilled in no point intended uh pressure you know what I mean yeah no
0: that that actually does make sense and I think yeah yeah sometimes when you're you got to be in the right headspace for sex too. Like, if you're not into it, or like, oh, my partner really wants to, maybe I don't really feel like it, or blah blah blah. We have to rush. Like, you got be in the right headspace too. I find, or it's like not as great as it could be.
1: Yeah, you know what I mean? yeah. You it has to. Well, I mean, obviously, again, cliche statement, but like the the biggest sex organ is the is the brain, right? And so. Mm-hmm. If you're not, I mean, think about all the times that you've that you've had an orgasm, all the times that you've come, it's usually like someone something someone says that goes along with the like the fucking um the rhythm of the penetration or the vibrator or or it's something that you think that pushes you over the edge to then finally come, right? So it's always psychological. And and you know, that's that makes sense, you know, because there's just so much anxiety and sex is supposed to be like a release and like a reward and like a, a a thing like that's not from that and once you start roping in all the other stuff it becomes really convoluted and sort of messy you know not in a good way
0: that's so true do you have any fascinating fetishes or kinks that you've run into or heard about
1: um <laughs> like for myself or like just stuff i've heard on the show
0: yeah like either things that you've tried that you liked or heard about or someone said they're into or yeah anything
1: yeah like. so i so i recently took a uh it was like a bdsm quiz uh that mm-hmm. like ranks like uh in depth like what and then like i actually posted it to my instagram but um uh which was fun um but mine came back and it was like 100% like uh aggressive 100 degrader 100 so like yeah so and i've always known that like i'm i'm really sort of like a dominant aggressive person um i'd say more recently it's gotten even like more intense like uh definitely with like the degrading shit um i have a bunch of kinks and fetishes that i can tell you about if you want i mean it's up to you mm-hmm
0: lay them on me
1: (laughs) (laughs) so yeah i love being aggressive i love being dominant i love i love when somebody like submits control over to me right that's a thing that i have and that can happen in many different ways um the 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 transfer of power is like something that as i've whatever um i'm a huge fan of like coming on a woman's face like that's always been a thing for me since I was like really young like before I even saw porn I was like they do what you know like someone <laughs> would like would tell me a, about it on the bus or something and I'd be like what <laughs> you know so like um that's always been a thing uh for for me um
0: come on like squirted on you know
1: uh it's not something that I'm like I, I'm like all for it. I think it's great like you know what i mean like i've had i've had women like squirt all over my body i don't know if anyone's ever squirt in my face but i would be like hey (laughs) that's fucking awesome great um because i definitely
0: did that once just once to a guy yep
1: yeah yeah yeah, yeah. but see if someone was like above me and like i'm gonna squirt on your face like sit down you know what i mean like (laughs) (laughs) that's like not that but but like at the same time Like I've had women because obviously I have like really big lips. I mean, let's not pretend, but like I have like really, really big lips. And like a lot of women are into that. And actually some women have sort of like fetishized that a little bit about me, which is fine. Um, And so a lot of women have had um, fantasies or they have asked, like, could I could I like ride your face until like I come in your mouth? I'm like, yeah, sure. You know? So like whatever, depending on the woman, right? But like um yeah yeah, so 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 I'm cool with that. Um I'm just really dominant and I'm like like I've gotten more into like like degrading shit. Obviously, this is all with consent. Um because we don't want to do that without consent. That's not that's not sexy. Uh what else is there? Yeah, just mm-hmm. more like um there are any ones that
0: you've, like, heard that you're like, whoa, that's different? Like, okay, I'll give you an example. Sure. I had a ex-escort on the show. She was an escort for 16 years. And she knew this guy that he wanted her to eat this certain type of cheese, right? Swallow it. And then the saliva in her mouth, he wanted her to spit into a bag. And then he used the saliva to jerk off.
1: Is that... And- Is yeah, I wonder where that's coming from. I don't
0: know, cheesy mouth. I guess. But
1: what happened in in his childhood though is what, like, (laughs) like, what kind of cheese did his mom buy? You know what (laughs) I mean? Like, these are the questions I need answers to. You know,
0: because
1: yeah, because sexy. That's. You know that's all sex is is interesting it is very yes. it's every it's everything and nobody is having those or it's like you know you have a conversation like that in in general company and people are like jesus oh my god or whatever so <laughs> i but i i like i just think that you know our bodies are capable of the of, of these things our minds are clearly doing these things for a reason and mm-hmm. nobody is bothering to think what's the reason you know um Throughout history, I mean, you know, we've had fucking, uh, um, entire like, like cultures, like, like Roman and Greek fucking orgies where like everyone's getting fucked in the street and it's a holiday. You know what I mean? Like, imagine if, if Memorial Day was like, uh, uh, yeah, we're gonna fuck in the street for three days instead of shooting fireworks. Like, I feel like it would be a lot. More, pop, pop, more popular, like, a lot happier people, probably. I don't know. But like, there was something to that, like, psychologically, why that was a good idea. And and then in comes religion with its like nasty, uh, nutsack of a fucking whatever and ruins it for everybody. And so, um, that stuff fascinates me. Um, and, and also, too, like, I think. As I've gotten older, uh, the more taboo shit. Like I li- sometimes I'll go to Pornhub and like type in taboo just to see what happens. Like, oh wow, like therapist tricks uh, stepfather into fucking stepdaughter. Hmm, wonder this is a good storyline, right? And we'll, we'll we'll watch that or like brother and sister accidentally. Whoa, like so. Uh, um, just like. Yeah. Just like this like control power, like you shouldn't be watching this shit. It's not always the family shit. It's like some other fucked up thing like mm-hmm. boyfriend can't pay gambling debt, so girlfriend has to fuck nine guys or whatever. like like whatever, right? Like so, um, I love shit like that because it's like a it's like a power thing for me. and um, you know the to me. That's just like a sexual thing in in my non-sexual life as I walk around the world. Right. Like, you know, I'm not going to like uh I, I like to open doors for people. I like to say thank you. I like to whatever. So like people like to think, oh, because you watch this shit, you must be some evil demon and shit. And like I'm probably am like an, an evil demon on some level. Right. But like um, it's it, it, it's just like I'm just like really chill. Like I hardly ever get angry. I like don't um whatever I just want everyone to like go have fun and do their thing um and I encourage like really bad decisions but like in my in my in my my sexual life it's like I love being um dominant and and, and degrading and like whatever and and when you find someone who's like really down for that it's like the best shit ever
0: yeah what, what do you find and that's the thing about kink and fetish I think I think it's, it's so important to be communicative with your partner. And like, if you want to try something new, like, just, I always say, blame it on me. Say, Janae, I was listening to your podcast and I heard this and I really want to try it. Or send them a video. Because I think the more knowledge someone has about it, the more Mm -hmm. willing to do whatever it is. Like if they're a hesitant person, that's kind of what I'm talking about. Mm -hmm. And I find that like, yeah, if you want to try something, like, try it with yourself first, right? See if you like it because i find that that's something that like like i what did i do recently um i can't remember what it was i did something recently and i was like oh i actually kind of like this mm-hmm. and i tried on myself first and then i was like oh shit okay now i'm going to try this with my fiance but i think it's i think it's so fun to do that sort of thing because then you're like exploring and you're like Ooh, like it's almost like a game with yourself. Like the porn thing that you were saying. Like, yeah, you look up random shit and you're like, hmm, maybe I'm gonna like this. Maybe I don't, but whatever. It's fucking porn. It's entertaining. Um, is there anything on your sexual encounters that you haven't done that you have always wanted to do?
1: Wow, Um it might be a hard one. <laughs> yeah, it might be a hard one. Um, yeah, there is. Uh. You know, <laughs> <laughs> I I have this like this thing of like wanting to to actually do sex work. Like I I've okay. always ha- had like a uh, like wow I would really want to do and like I don't know that I ever will right. Like um before the relationship I'm in now I was like very content with being alone, but I started to feel like okay we bought a flashlight. It's, it's kind of boring, like whatever. Like I was very, I was very like avoiding people. I was just like doing my podcast, like staying in the apartment and it was easy because of COVID or whatever. But I was like, ah, now I'm kind of like, uh, and, and there was some women who, um, well, I don't want to give away who they were, but there were some <laughs> women who there was, a, there was a couple and they don't, they didn't know each other, but they were like, Hey, like, you know, obviously, you know, I do only fans like, um, would you be interested in like uh like fucking me and doing all these things, like whatever? Like, I'll give you some money or whatever. And 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 I was like, oh can I think about it, you know? Cause like even if my face isn't in and I still want to think about it or whatever. So I was like headed in that and I was like, wow, that sort of scratches this weird itch that I've had where where um you know every young fucking idiot kid like wants to be a porn star you know and 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 so I definitely had that but this is like something different this is like something I felt where like oh wow I want to be I want people to like first of all I want to have like how do I put this I want to see what the transactional sex feels like like i'm like hey like i think you're attractive you think i'm attractive but like we're really only fucking like for your only fans or like we're really only fucking because we're getting paid for this thing and we're gonna have fun and like whatever like what does that feel like and what is the variety like because it's like so many different partners and i'm always like down to get tested and you know like i i slept with a lot of people during my night nightlife uh years and so and i'm, I'm sort of like a obsessive compulsive like Howard Hughesy kind of a guy, so I was always getting tested. Even if like my friends like, why would you get tested once? What what, what's wrong? What are you doing? Like I've never been tested. I'm like you're an idiot. (laughs) And like, uh, you know, when you're sleeping with as many people as I was, I was always using condoms. I mean, there were occurrences where you'd like, you know, have anal or something like you whatever, and like maybe, maybe you wouldn't or something. But like, I still was like, okay, you know. And it was almost like a once every three to six weeks thing, right? So I'm used to that aspect of, and I love that. Um, mm-hmm. So I would say, like, yeah, that's something I've never done. Is like, I'm um, don't get me wrong. There's definitely videos of me having sex with people on the internet somewhere, but it's not like a professional thing. Somebody just put those <laughs> out, probably. I don't know. Um, uh, so there's that. I definitely like. <clears throat> I definitely feel like there's a lot more that I want to do. Um and to me, it all sort of revolves around. I don't know, there's something there. Like everyone keeps asking, like, are you gonna are you gonna start going to sex parties? Like, you know, because now you host the show and whatever. And I was like, Well, um, and- my partner's kind of, like, down, like, to just go and, like, see what's up, right? But, like, that's the kind of shit where um, it is as a podcast host of a show called Sex Party, it's probably inevitable. But, like, as a boyfriend, right, it's kind of like, well, let's figure out what we want to do here because this shit can get sticky real quick, you know? Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah, so there's that. So, obviously, those sorts of things or whatever. And um, I think that m- maybe... Uh, yeah, I, I I think there's a lot more exploring, um, okay. in that realm of like being seen, uh, you know, like kind of doing more wilder, like pornographic shit. <laughs> so
0: like, oh my gosh, we might be seeing that type of thing. Well,
1: I think I think the idea that someone could could like go on their phone right now and watch me have sex with someone is really great. Or like they could go to Pornhub and. It's mm-hmm. there. Um mm-hmm. I, I think that, that that's like something that uh it turns me on, but like it's more or less kind of like uh again, somehow I feel like it makes it makes me feel like sort of powerful or whatever.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, but in like a really great way. Doesn't make it doesn't feel like bad or like, you know, or whatever, mm-hmm. like shameful. I'm like very rarely feel shame. So like so-
0: I mean it kind of Feeds into that kink that you have, the like, you yeah, know, and,
1: yeah, yeah, and like, you know, maybe to like, um, have people watch like in person and shit again. You know what I mean, or something like that. Who knows? Yeah, the the fun. the future is wide open.
0: It is, <laughs> and I think, yeah, from your from your podcast name, from what you're kind of describing, so I have not been to a sex club. I'm very intrigued by them, but I've had a few girlfriends go to them and like the cool thing is a lot of them like and I'm sure you know this but maybe this is kind of more for my listeners um you know you can kind of feel out the situation and also like there's different rooms that you can do this and you can do that or you like you could just play with your partner or the person that you go with or you could be involved with other people like there's so many different like rules and stuff like that which I think can be kind of fun um and you also just remind me of like what is it, Amsterdam? That they have like those sex shows, mm-hmm. just like yeah. on the street, which I think is so fucking fun. I totally want to go to Amsterdam one day. Um, yeah, I think I think the possibilities are endless. It's really, yeah, you can just try and explore, and that's what I think that is so fun about doing podcasting and talking about these topics because it's like sometimes you'll get an idea from like just talking to someone, and you're like, holy shit, like mm-hmm. I want to fucking try that. Like that's kind of cool. So. I feel like the possibilities are endless um where is your mo- maybe most wild place that you have had sex
1: hmm. is
0: that a tough one
1: So we've done the obligatory like golf course. We've done um, the car. I know you have not done the car unless you knocked it out in between the time that we talked. But uh, yeah, (laughs) Um, the wildest place I've ever had sex, I would say. I mean, I've had a lot of oral sex in elevators seems to be a thing that happens. So like the door could open at any time and she's on her knees kind of a thing like that's with Uh yeah that there's that um but i I would say like uh like in like um like this like a storeroom like a back room or something like at the club while the club's like going on you know like going on or whatever um there's that one i had sex Okay, I had sex at a funeral, so like that. So so that's maybe maybe that's the one I should have led with. I just remembered that. Mm -hmm. Um, Technically, (laughs) it was technically it was at like the wake, like afterwards. But Mm -hmm. I don't know. I guess that still counts. So yeah. Hey, (laughs) you gotta you gotta grieve. You know. You know. And some yeah, people maybe. need need help grieving, so you know. That's that's a
0: good
1: one. Yeah. That's a fucking good one. Yeah. Um, I definitely got a hand job in, in a church once. So yeah. there's that. Yeah. So that that's hopefully that gets one. the Westboro gang all activated and mad at me. So let's go. Um, whatever.
0: It's <laughs> a good one. Yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah. Back row at a wedding so okay. <laughs> so i just keep upping the fucking i guess i guess i've had sex at all yeah yeah it Listen, wasn't like a hand job to completion i didn't like ejaculate all over the bible or whatever but like it was the full-on like uh over like like cock out of the pants like jerking uh, yeah the whole thing so <laughs> whatever <laughs> that's yeah.
0: fucking awesome imagine if the photographer accidentally got that though i hope
1: he did oh and he's
0: like oh shit i didn't notice that was yeah
1: yeah he and maybe he included it in their in their (laughs) album or
0: whatever (laughs) (laughs) that's so funny i would say my most you just reminded me (sighs) i had at the reception after the Mm. wedding like so it was an outside wedding and they had like a big tent like a huge hill like right next to the tent and i got Oral done to me on the side of the hill, and people were like right there. I have no idea how no one saw us, or maybe someone did. They didn't give a fuck, but that was like the best. That was really fun.
1: Yeah,
0: I, I is on vacation too. That's really
1: fun. Hell yeah, I've actually done the Batman Catwoman thing where like uh you give like I I was giving her oral on a rooftop like on the ledge. Like I was like mm-hmm. going down on her, um. Uh, on the ledge or whatever that that one's like more recent that was like just a few months ago but um but yeah that was fun too oh, yeah
0: wow yeah. i think you just gave the listener so many ideas
1: <laughs> well be safe <laughs> out there right don't fucking don't die, don't please. you know yeah and like make sure i think the when you're trying to sneak we're trying to do something right like whatever just make sure that like um all your exits and entrances are you can see who's coming and who's going. Yeah? yeah. And you'll and you'll be and you'll be fucking fine. Nine times out of ten, if you act like you know like where you're going and what you're doing, no one's gonna stop you or say anything anyway. Like, oh, I couldn't get the, the parameters on this uh switch, it's all busted. Like, oh okay, cool, see ya, you know, like or or, or whatever. Uh just make shit up, you know, if you get caught. Um, yeah. Yes. That,
0: that's good advice. I love it so much. Um, any any last thought or last story before we get into our game this was i love these types of podcasts because it's just like a hangout and we can just yeah. like shoot actually love it so
1: yeah for sure um <clears throat> yeah i would say you know enough with the fucking shame right like if you're if you're dating someone or you're married to someone if you're if your parents are fucking douchebags like y- you know the thing I've learned about from doing sex party for so long, um, it's actually inspired me to like, take a look at myself and who was around me. And, 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 and more importantly, it made me look back on previous relationships and I'm not talking shit about my exes cause they're all great women, but there was just pieces that I accepted that I should not have. And that's my fault. That's that's on me. So I would, I would encourage everybody to do, um, A bit of a mini audit, right? If you are like fantasizing about, you know, and again, I'm just shooting from the cuff here. If you want to be like tied up and come down and like whatever, or you're into anime and like your partner's not there or they're, like screaming about the taking the garbage out and it's like really hurts you like, like, and I mean this, like it's time to like consider cutting yourself free of these people who are like holding you back sexually romantically psychologically and there may be some loneliness involved when you start cutting people out of your life but i'm telling you like as long as you're truthful with who you are as a person whether whether it that whether you're an amazing person or you have things to work on like yeah. you know it will you will find your flow and your people and your and your shit if you, you just have to try but first step i would just uh encourage people to like look around their life and be like you know what am i not getting why why do i have this headache every night at 8 30 why do i have you know why why will he not go down on me more than whatever why does he expect dinner and a blowjob on his birthday like whatever is bothering you audit that shit and like um with the internet you know shows like yours um you know, fucking Fiverr, <laughs> you, you can like, you can, there's a place to solve everything. And someone out there has already experienced what you're experiencing. And you may think it's weird. You might think it's this and that. And I guarantee you, it's not. So just take a look at what's working for you. But more importantly, fuck, take a look at what's not working for you.
0: Boom. Oh, love yeah. that. Good advice too. Cause it's, it's like, it's your life. You only live once. And I know that's so fucking cliche, but it's like, live in the moment, be present. If you don't fucking like something, do something about it. Because I yeah. find that so many people don't do that. They're like miserable with their life, but they refuse to do anything about it. And it's like, why do you want to live like that? Like yeah. you to be miserable and like not be satisfied or pleasured or whatever. You're, if it's your job, if it's your relationship, like fucking step up and and make some moves or communicate and, and just tell people what the fuck you need cuz that's important.
1: <laughs> yeah, and I think and this is like a little little tricky too, but this will help, I think. Uh y- you you have to take responsibility for your life. And like mm-hmm. more than that, like you have to claim your life. And it's really hard, and I'm still struggling doing doing that with with me, but one thing I will say is like when the clock runs out you know, whether that's early or late. um, You don't want to be the one that's like, fuck, I should have, you know, and it's yes. and, and these people, these people in your life might suck. Your friend might be an asshole and you're only friends with her because there's no one else to be friends with or whatever. Or you might still be dating this woman who threw your Xbox down the driveway or whatever. Or You might be dating this guy who won't let you go out with your friends or whatever it is. They all suck, mm-hmm. right? But but at the end of the day, the blood is on your hands, the blood of your life, right? Like you have to be the one to be like, uh, uh-uh. uh." like this is my fault and, and I don't suck because of that, but I'm allowing this no more because I am too good and I'm too, I deserve more than that because we all do. And I just think. You've been programmed with this, like, don't quit your job unless you have two other lines. Maybe your job is so excruciating that you can live with being, you know, with having no money for a month. Maybe like there's just like this standard of bullshit. Like, well, you'll never find another one like him. Like, yeah, you will. Trust me. There's apps for that now. <laughs> you know, you know, like, <laughs> like you, and it's not sometimes it's not fun, but like anything especially like a better life is going to involve some struggles. So like either struggle and be miserable and blame yourself and oh my God, or like struggle making it better, you know? And again, like this is an easy shit. So that's, that's like, what would be my, like my, my message? Cause I'm so I'm doing that. I just did that today, yesterday, every fucking day. I like, okay, what am I doing? What can I take responsibility for? You know? So
0: I love the transparency and, yeah. No, great advice. Beautifully
1: said. Thank you.
0: Um, You ready for our game?
1: I am beyond ready for our game.
0: (laughs) We should have thrown some sex ones in here, so I'm going to have to, like, I'm going to do that. Look around the room or something. Yeah. (laughs) So the first one is, are you in Early Riser or Night Owl? Night Owl. No, that's the the nightclub duh it's
1: a it's a fucking problem though i know this is (laughs) supposed to be rapid fire but it's like a problem it's like i'm like fucking everything up so
0: (laughs) you're like god damn i need to go to bed oh yeah adjustment um do you prefer to dine in or take out
1: food Mm, dine in
0: dine in the beach or swimming pool
1: is it a nice swimming pool? Is it fancy or is it garbage like Howard Johnson <laughs> fucking?
0: <laughs> I'd say it's like a nice one.
1: Uh sorry guys, I gotta go with the nice fancy swimming pool.
0: Totally fair. Would you rather create a new day of the week or create a new holiday?
1: Ooh, day of the week and it belongs to the weekend. It's all it's Fuck like we know. we we all get it off. It's like uh Friday or something. Friday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. (laughs) I think we get a four-day. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: I actually love that. That's my exact thought every time I ask that question.
1: Yeah. Um,
0: and people sometimes are like, no. I'm like, why (laughs) weekend? Okay. Yeah, yeah. Would you rather have eyes that film everything or ears that record everything?
1: Ooh, this is this is a good one. (laughs) Um, this is tough because if you say eyes. Then you go watch your memories back, they may not be as good as how you remember them. Uh mm-hmm. but I but I'm gonna say eyes because I'm gonna just go around and record everyone's shit and then just use it to blackmail them. So <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, that's so funny. Okay, would you rather have mediocre sex all the time or mind-blowing sex every six months? <laughs>
1: I've asked this in polls to like fucking fuck people up. And and so now it's being, asked, this is like, this is karma, I guess. If you believe in karma, this is karma. I would say mediocre sex all the time.
0: Okay. Because you're still yeah. getting.
1: Yeah. Because you're still getting it and you can jerk off and be whatever. Yeah. You know.
0: That's true. Would you rather never self-pleasure again or never have sex again?
1: Never have sex again. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, um, I'm gonna get mine.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, would you rather have a new shirt in your closet every day and <laughs> a new pair like, of shoes in your closet once a week?
1: Oh, oh, I'm a and I'm bad. Like I, I have like, like like really great dress shoes, pair of boots, and then like busted chucks flip-flops and like you know maybe a pair of jordans and that's it for the whole thing so that the shoot thing would help me but i have to go with shirts
0: okay fair enough
1: because like i'm filming in the same fucking 15 outfits all the time for for podcasts and it's, (laughs) it's starting so you can start to notice you know i need a fucking stitch fix in my life
0: i need a stitch fix um would you rather live in the playboy mansion or live in a strip club
1: playboy mansion for sure strip club fucking nah man no way
0: so i had this australian podcaster on and she said a strip club because some of them are like wicked fancy supposedly but it's the
1: playboy mansion it's a mansion Mm -hmm. and i think there's a strip club in it right (laughs) that's true
0: you kill birds with one stone um this is an interesting one Would you rather have an orgy with all your, all strangers or an orgy with all of your exes?
1: Oh, man. Wow. Oh, my God. Wow. I'm going to have to steal this one for an Instagram poll. Um, I think this is easy, to be honest, for me, but this is a great question. I would rather have an orgy with strangers. Okay yeah because i feel like that'd be really exciting and like you'd get to know people quick and oh yeah so that like i think have you ever had sex with a stranger before like someone you never met yeah yeah yeah. me too uh that shit's fun so so (laughs)
0: it's fun um let's
1: see she actually went Um, to give me her name at the end and i'm like don't ruin it (laughs) I'm like, don't ruin this. We got this. We don't have to. Let's not exchange names.
0: <laughs> so good. Um, threesome with your friends or stranger. Similar question. So three, th- three people or two
1: people? So wait, okay. So it, it would be a threesome with me and two friends.
0: Yes, your friends or okay three random people.
1: Uh random people for sure
0: again okay yeah 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 um what else do i want to ask you oh would you rather give up all technology or give up tv movies and books technology technology i
1: need need the art save the art yeah
0: love it okay let me let's see i'm gonna do one more Ooh only dirty talk like you can only like you're still penetrating but you can only do dirty talk or long like a long foreplay session but you can only do one or the other you're like I like both
1: I do um and foreplay is so important too it's like such a vital role in Mm. the whole process but I'm psychological, so I gotta go with dirty talk.
0: Dirty talk. Love it. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Cause you still get you, you still get the sex.
0: That's true. That's true.
1: You know, it's kind of like a win-win a little bit. I mean, we're sacrificing foreplay, but like most people don't do foreplay for very long or very good. Uh anyway, so we cut that shit loose.
0: I just cut it off. Yeah. Uh, this was a freaking blast us awesome. and thank you so much for being here yeah telling all your stories i'll let everyone know where they can connect with you
1: yeah uh you, well it depends Is my instagram back up in the future when this is fucking going exactly. or whatever um well just in case you can connect with me on instagram it's at sex party fm that's where you'll find the show if the show is not there I would try at sexparty.fm, but you can come find me personally. It's at Dustin Ribka, D-U-S-T-I-N R-Y-B-K-A. Sex Party: The show is available everywhere you find podcasts, and you can find every episode, every holiday special. Yes, there are holiday specials. Every clip, every teaser, it's all available on YouTube, and that that is uh that is at sexparty.fm. So
0: awesome yeah Well, this was literally such a blast thank you for coming to hang out of course
1: no it was my pleasure i would love to um well we'll collaborate we we already talked about it but we'll collaborate more um in the future moving forward too because i think your show is really great and your audience is is really great hopefully they um are like what is this guy's problem but uh you know whatever (laughs) um hopefully they come over and check out the show i'd love to to have to have them over there we have nice uh hors d'oeuvres so uh whenever they want to come over
0: nice hors (laughs) d'oeuvres recording with dustin was so much fucking fun i hope you guys enjoyed that episode definitely go connect with him i absolutely love his show i love what he's doing it was really fun to kind of get the male perspective on some things and as a sex podcaster it was super cool to get his perspective and his story. So I absolutely love this episode. Again, I hope you guys did too. Please go connect with me. You know where to find me on My Naked Mindset on all of your social media, as well as checking out my website, I have really cute merch. And like I mentioned at the beginning of the episode, my adult products line. I would love for you to check out. If you have any questions, please DM me. I love you all. Thank you so much for tuning in come back next week for another episode of my naked mindset new episodes release every thursday okay i love you all bye